ಅಥವಿಂಶಸ್ಸರ್ಗಹಾಶ್ರಮಗತಾಕ್ಷಸಾಚಕ್ಷೇತೌಭ್ರಾತರೌಸಹಸೀತೆಯಾಷ್
निपातितान प्रेक्षरणे तो राक्षसान प्रधाविता शूर्पनका पुनस्ततहा वधंचतेशाम निखिलेन रक्षसाम शशम्ससर्वं भगिनी करस्यसा इत्क्यारिशे श्रीमद्रामायने वाल्मीकी ये आधिकाव्ये अरन्यकांडे विम्षसर्गहा Aranyakanda, Canto 20 Rama kills the fourteen ogres Having reached the hermitage of Raghava, the dreadful Shurpanakha then pointed out to the ogres the two brothers with Sita. They saw the exceptionally mighty Sri Rama seated with Sita in his hut, thatched with leaves and waited upon by Lakshmana. Seeing her, as well as those ogres come, the glorious Rama, a scion of Raghu, said to his brother Lakshmana of resplendent luster, Remain, O son of Sumitra, by the side of Sita for a while. I shall make short work of these ogres who have come here to back the ogress. Hearing these words of Rama, the knower of his own self, and bowing his head to the utterance of Raghava, Lakshmana said, So be it. The pious-minded Raghava, too, strung his mighty bow, ornamented with gold, and said to those ogres, We two brothers, Rama and Lakshmana, sons of Dasharatha, have entered with Sita, the forest of Tandaka, which is difficult to pass through. Why do you seek to injure us? who subsist on fruits and roots, are self-disciplined, practice austerities and continence, and are living in the Dandaka forest? Armed with a bow, I for my part have duly come here at the behest of sages to kill in a major conflict you, whose mind is given to sin, and who have offended against the sages. Halt where you stand if you love war, and you should not run away. If, however, you love your life, go back, O night stalkers. Highly enraged and delighted at the same time to hear the aforesaid challenge of Sri Rama, those fourteen dreadful ogres, the slayers of Brahmanas, who were armed with lances and had bloodshot eyes, spoke harshly as follows to Rama, who had naturally deep red eyes, who always spoke sweet words and whose prowess had been seen by them. Having provoked the anger of our extremely high-souled master, Kara, you will surely give up your life in no time when struck by us on the battlefield. Indeed, what power have you to stand single-handed in front of us, who are so many in the battlefield, much less to give fight in a battle? Under the pressure of these iron clubs, darts and patishas, a kind of sharp-edged sword hurled by our arms, you will give up your life, your valour too, as well as the bow pressed in your hands. Saying so, those fourteen ogres ran in their zeal towards Rama alone, their weapons, including swords, uplifted. They threw those darts at Raghava, who was difficult to conquer. Kakutstha cut down all those fourteen darts with as many arrows decked with gold. 
Possessed of tremendous energy and highly enraged, Sri Rama, after that, took out fourteen pointless arrows sharpened on a stone and shining brightly as the sun and, stretching his bow, discharged the arrows, aiming them at the ogres as the target, as Indra would hurl thunderbolts. Having pierced the chests of the ogres and being soaked in blood, they then dashed against the ground like serpents rushing out of an anthill. With their hearts rent by them and bathed in blood, the ogres fell down upon the ground, maimed and dead like uprooted trees. Blinded with rage to see them fallen on the ground and approaching Khara, that ogress for her part, the blood on her person having now somewhat dried up, once again fell agonized like a climber with resin sticking to it. Pale-faced and stricken with grief, she raised a great alarm in the presence of her brother and shed tears accompanied with sobs. On seeing the ogres killed in battle, Shurpanakha, for her part, darted once more from that place and the said sister of Khara reported to him the wholesale destruction of all those ogres and everything connected with it. Thus ends Canto 20 in the Aranya Kanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a Rishi and the oldest epic.